Oh, yeah! This is the manly man, Randy Brutal, talking at ya. When I'm on the road, I pass the time between matches, snapping to Slim Jims, and listening to the Sean Geek Podcast, which I download off of SeanMcGinnity.ca. That's the Sean Geek Podcast, downloaded off of SeanMcGinnity.ca, brother. Oh, yeah! So, uh, welcome to the uh, Sean Geek and Fast Threat Podcast. Oh, aha! Uh-huh. We're trying to join up with uh, Alf Catalico, get, but get, you can't hear us, can you? Can you hear us? No idea. Yeah. You can hear us. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you can hear us. So, so right now we're having a hard time uh, because I guess uh, out in BC there's uh, some weather going on, so they've got a a power a power outage yeah so we're trying to uh get the podcast going but he's using his tablet i think but yeah Maybe. i guess uh so what's what's with the flooding i heard there was flooding but i didn't hear any more any details about it so what, what, what did you hear uh well i mean there's there's roads washed out and stuff i mean and i was just watching it on the news earlier before uh before we came on is it uh, like a snowstorm snowstorm related or like rain it's rain it's a lot of water. I guess there's a there's some people trapped between. I think there was the water came down a mountain or something rather and washed out part of the the road on one side, and then another 500 feet the other way, it's washed out there and the people are in the middle. So they actually have to have the helicopter there and airlift them out of there. Like how much freaking rain was falling, man? Like that's a lot of rain if it's going to wash out stuff. Like yeah, it must wow. be. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And mudslides usually happen, you know, and, and they're in the mountains. So it's not like it's flat, like, like Winnipeg here. It's just like, uh, just like a swimming pool. It's just flat. Yeah. The flat. <laughs> it's just flat. Yeah. And if you ride your bike, it's, it's, it's like riding a stationary bike on one level. There's no real, I mean, it's, there's no real hills uh, to speak of unless you go, you know, actively looking for one. But most of the time, it's pretty, it's pretty flat. So I did notice that because growing up back home, all we had were BMXs, one speed, one speed, yeah. And we went everywhere with it. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you're either on the highway with it, or you know, you're in the fields, or just you know going to your friend's place and just biking around, or ramping and stuff. But uh, yeah, if you if you go any length, uh, for any good length, you're either going uphill or downhill. So. Uh, one way or the other you're going to get some exercise <laughs> oh yeah except yeah, yeah there, there was those guys that had the uh, the bmx's made out of cremoli remember cremoli oh yeah well i mean the ones that you can you can hold your bike and yeah, one, one finger, finger type thing yeah no i had uh before those i think there was an issue with my bmx so i had borrowed gary's uh it was a 10 speed and the tires were <laughs> I would swear, like no more than an inch. Yeah, like yep. th- ten speed tires. Like, oh, yeah. if you if you drove over a grate the wrong way, you know, you'd do a flip. Like that's how skinny these tires are. But this thing weighed a ton. 
like they it was like oh yeah full metal like there's no chromoly or aluminum or this anything fancy. no this was their extra bike i don't know who oh, okay. it originally had belonged to but we had gone for a long ride with it and you figure you know 10 speed ah okay you can figure out the speeds and and get it going but yeah this thing was i don't know it should have been taken apart and all the bearings all re-lubed and 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 that and i'm sure would have been fine but oh yeah because it'll just like grind yeah it was almost like gummy when you're trying to but when you're young i mean you got energy to burn but yeah boy when you get back it was i mean you're going all day and pedaling all day i mean burn a lot of calories <laughs> okay so yeah he just replied here dude sorry this is painful no power no wi-fi and the network is shit due to the high winds here we can do it yeah. next time um sure we'll do off, well he's he's off this week he doesn't have any options. Do I need? Oh. I could maybe do a solo on Wednesday, I guess. Yeah. Is that fine? Okay? Like, I'm good with that. Sure. Those or anything. But... No, hell no. <laughs> you go right ahead. All right. You go right ahead. Oh, we're sure. Um, do you know? Like, so this is this is several episodes after next week's episode gets released. Okay. But next week's episode, <clears throat> you know what next week's episode is? Episode. 350 wow i didn't even realize it and that's the one we have with sam wow so that's kind of cool 350 wow that's that's quite the landmark there yeah yeah (laughs) it is isn't it (laughs) like it's like jesus like 350 yeah but i think we've done more than that i wasn't i haven't always counted every episode like there's the um, there's the ones where all we did was like one episode was we played. I just put uh, premature and the episode was just because okay. I want a place to put the music. Right. Right. Um, and uh, I'm just trying to see how many episodes. So we, and then I would do those, those little short daily ones where I'm just driving to work in the car and just bought myself. Right. And it was just me talking for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And that was it. So I didn't count any of those. There's oh. a schwack, schwack of those. I was gonna say, those would add up too. Yeah. But I didn't count it. Like I didn't count any of those. Like, right. Oh, I mean, there's more than that. I was actually going to see how many we have. Like maybe it's closer to 400. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so for those who don't know who this is, this is Alf Catalico. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I hope to God I am. Um, I've always known him as Alfie. I think that's how he was referred in the scene back then. So he's kind of prominent. Not not to be mistaken by Butterfuco or the Alf behind Sean. Yes, that other. Yeah. That's two different other people. Um, I've never spoken to Alf for any like real length of time. I think I've just in passing. And I used to know someone he used to go out with. Um, and I knew her really well. So it was kind of talking through through her but uh just an amazing guitar player like he's not um he's not an eddie van halen million notes a minute steve Vai or, or anything like that he's just more atmospheric he's just like kind of just laying soundscapes down you know kind of cool shit yeah. yeah uh i like i love volume like that's no big surprise and um I don't know. I asked him point blank, like, I'd love to have you on the show and kind of talk about the history of volume, that kind of forgotten band of Winnipeg that I think had a few things gone in differently that that band 
would be the band that people talk about like they talk about the watchmen or the meanies or you know they were that level good and alf was one of the architects of that band easily one of the best bands out of winnipeg like i i would i would challenge anyone on that with the quality of the music it was just so good right but alfie will be back i guess maybe call himself alfie in his younger years he probably doesn't like alfie anymore he probably likes alf <laughs> yeah after i was nine yeah alfie no. like, that's just my that, yeah that was just my my family called me alfie yeah, it's like jimmy <laughs> or johnny yeah you know don't call me jimmy <laughs> or uh, some people would have the nickname young jimmy it's like young jimmy I'm 50 fucking years old. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God. Jimmy. Um, uh, anyway, I don't know. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> Let's go to the list. Let's go, go to the list. list. Now, there's there's stuff on the list. I don't, I don't think we've taken off yet. Oh, shit. Maybe not. I better mute all this noise on here. Uh, to do. Ooh. Let's see. Okay, that's going to happen. Did you? Okay, well, we could tell this story. Yeah, I know I did take them off eventually. I just didn't take them off right away. Oh, okay. Um, why is yogurt not called yogurt? You put that on there. Huh? Why is it called yogurt? What you say? Or what why makes is, yogurt? Why is yogurt, why is yogurt called not called yogurt? That's what you have on the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, well, okay. Why would? Well, I, there's only well, there's a couple things. Uh, first thing would be the actual name yogurt. Like, where did the the, the actual name yogurt come from? It almost sounds like it's a, it's a German word, or it does, or a European type word. Like yogurt, we would have the O would have the two dots over the top of it or something like that. To, to quote the Pot of Thunder podcast, look it up, look it up. Wow. Oh God, let's see. <laughs> I'm looking yogurt. I can look it up. It, it sounds like a Swedish or oh wait, what? From Turkish. Yogurt. Wow, also spelt yogurt. Yoghurt, yogurt, and yoghurt. My computer wants to make sure I'm not a yo uh, robot, so I can look up freaking yogurt. <laughs> uh, Don't you? Okay, this is another pet peeve I've got. These stupid. Click the image with the crosswalk, or click the image with the, the oh, traffic right. light, yeah, or check, yeah. or click one with a bicycle or something in it. I mean, these pictures are so bloody small. How am I supposed to figure out what's what here? <laughs> Is that a crosswalk? I don't know what this. They're lines, but they're not straight across. They're kind of like a, kind of like an arrows thing. But I would assume that's probably a type of crosswalk. Uh, now, usually where the lights are, there's a crosswalk, but they're not showing you. Okay, I'm, I, I got it. Then. Uh, let's see. Ice Age frozen yogurt tips for naming your yogurt shop. That's not really what I want. <laughs> yogurt names. Um, well, yogurt, I, I, uh, found, I found something here. History. Um, oh, yogurt history. Mesopotamia in around 5000 BC. Uh, wow. Meso, 
Mesopotamia. Yeah, Mesopotamia. So glad they, they picked an easy name for the for the food. Yep. Uh, and also in ancient Indian records, the combination of yogurt and honey is called the food of the gods. Persian traditions hold that Abraham owed his own fucking <laughs> diddy. What? He owned, he owned his own yogurt shop? <laughs> Low-fat yogurt? No. Persian, Persian traditions hold that that quote, Abraham owned his Fecundity and longevity to the regular ingestion of yogurt. Fecundity. <laughs> the fuck is fecundity? That's the title of the episode in there. What, what dictionary? What dictionary? What dictionary did, what, what did you find out on this? I've heard it out too. Spit it out, man. Spit it out. I think it's the Swedish chef here talking. Fucking did he find it two ways in human demography? Demography? Oh my God. What are you reading from? The encyclopedia? What do they call it? The media. So it is the potential for reproduction of a recorded population as opposed to. A soul organism. While in popular biology, it is considered similar to fertility, the natural capability to produce offspring measured by the number of gum, gametes, eggs, oh. seed set, or asexual propagules. <laughs> is there eggs in yogurt? Well, it's it's bacteria, right? Oh, I guess there's some um... <laughs> gametes, G-A-M-E-T-E-S. I feel like this is the dictionary episode here. Is Louis Pasteur in oh, there? How somewhere? do you say, okay. What's how that? do you say F E C U N D I T Y? Fucking Diddy? <laughs> you can't say it either. Is this because we're from the East Coast? I think I think someone's made up some words and you're and you're reading off of what do they call that place where the, you can put your own definition of stuff in dictionary yeah or one of those things i think someone's been muddling in there feckin did it feckin feckin did feckin did that sounds like a good band name for a punk like a punk band 90s punk band oh god anyway. the, oh louis pasteur pasteur institute in paris ah pasteur. in more recent yeah in more recent history Yogurt was uh, catapulted into fame uh, following a lecture given by Ellie Metchinkoff in 1904 at the Pasteur Institute in Paris. He suggested that longevity among Bulgarians could be attributed to the beneficial lactobacilli bacteria in yogurt. Mm. Mm. So eat your yogurt. Wow, there you go. But I don't know how it's spelled now. It's just good for you. Well, you know how how do you how do you do that? Like, is this someone who just kind of decided one day, you know what, I left my you know, my cottage cheese or whatever it is on the table and I left it there, you know, and it uh uh went bad. Warm temperatures and souring milk. So there's your yogurt. But how do you know to put it in the fridge? Did it go sour? Ended up putting it in the fridge. Went looked at it. Went, 
eh, looks like cottage cheese. But then again, was cottage cheese before yogurt? Was yogurt before cottage cheese? Good, good point. Or even just um, sour cream. Like there's just, there's so many things that that are kind of similar. Yeah. Or it could be all wet and they're probably not even close. We're probably completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> could be. <laughs> On every assertion. It was like, well, let's say cream cheese. Let's just throw it all in there. Every, all milk products that have gone from, you know, regular milk to, you know, ice cream or yogurt or. I'm putting put cream. Butter. Say it with me. <laughs> you gonna, <laughs> is this is this a poll? And try. Yeah. What came first? <laughs> now say it with me. Fickin' Diddy. Now, fickin', say, it, now say it again. Fickin', fickin Diddy. Are you so, laughing? That's P. There Diddy's cousin. <laughs> fickin' Diddy. Uh, or someone who's cursing the family. One of the it, it sounds like fecal matter. Fecal, I don't know. Anyway. Spreading a breach of crackers. You can, what? Try draining your yogurt to make your own yogurt cheese that you can spread on bread or crackers. Because of its acidity, yogurt blends well in sauces without, without curdling and is used frequently in Indian cuisine as in the recipe for chicken korma or shrimp with cauliflower curry. Uh, French parents often introduce their children to cooking by making a yogurt cake. Measuring is really simple in this recipe. Just use the cup that yogurt comes in as the measure. Huh. Fascinating. Yeah, it's uh, definitely different. I don't know. So that's my uh, the thing on yogurt. Now, just but I was asking why is yogurt? Is it maybe the spelling? Maybe that's not yogurt. called yogurt, or is it? Yogurt. Why is yogurt called yogurt? Maybe. I don't know. Hard to say. And then it's got like a million different spellings. Like there's the O-U-R-T. There's the U-R-T. There's a yogurt with a H in it. Oh, that's like some words in a dictionary. Or if you look them up, if you try and Google it and you'll say, well, how is this word spelled? It says, well, it depends. In Canada, they spell it this way. Mm. Like color, the word color. It's a C-O-L-O-R or C-O-L-O-U-R. It just kind of depends. They're both they're both accepted, but it's just a different way of spelling it. Yeah, I think the O U R that shows up a lot. And I think the O I could be wrong. I don't think it's just Canadian. I think it's the global spelling of the word. Yeah. Color well, O U R, but except in the United States it's O R. Well, it's like it's like Todd. Some of them have one D. It's like, well, okay, I've got two D's. Ta- ta- and and Sean, you can it's S H A W N S H A U N or S E A N. Like you get three different spellings. And if God forbid there's a guy I work with at work, if we spell it the way you spell your name, he gets upset. Sure. <laughs> and I'm sure if if you spelled your name different than what yours is, you're like, well, what? No, that that's not how you spell my name. I, I have heart. Yeah. There there's uh, I have Dylan and Dylan. And they're fuck uh, that up all the time. No, is that spelled the same? Two L's, one L? One What's L- the difference? Is it a Y instead of an I? Dilly Dog, as he calls himself, uh, is Dylan, and it's D-I-L-L-O-N. Right. 
and then there's dylan which is d-y-l-a-n so the y kind of makes an assumption that you're going to pronounce it differently i guess right it's not silent <laughs> it's not a silent letter so I, I was texting i was texting dilly dog dylan Mm -hmm. and i was talking to dylan. so when when you're saying dilly dog is this his handle yeah <laughs> he's now got of, he's got a lot of nicknames okay so is this a handle that he uses for his multimedia or is this just kind of a nickname that he's uh, kind of a nickname at work kind of giving himself or d dog or d dog <laughs> I don't, everyone at work has like stupid nicknames I, I i don't i don't have one i don't think no or not one that they call to my face okay yeah hmm well, okay. Well, I think that's the yogurt topic. That's the yogurt one, yeah. Can I can I can I share a story? I, I've been dying to share this story. For sure. I bought a book. Uh, I mean that's not a big deal, I guess. But there's okay. a, there's an author named Howard Campbell in the states. I don't know how I stumbled across this guy, but he's releasing his first book, and I follow a lot of like first time authors and stuff on Twitter, and kind of see you know what they're up to and. I'm part of like writing groups and stuff. Right. So he was kind of promoting that he had written this book and, and the premise sounded kind of good. And I'm like, you know, this, this sounds kind of good. Like I, I think I might want to try it out. So I just kind of following, following him and seeing his posts and stuff. And you, know, you kind of share a little bit here and there. I was like, no, this sounds good. Like he sounds like a good guy. I think I want to get the book. So I was waiting for the release to happen and he self-published. He went through Ingram, I think it's called. And but it's kind of self-publishing and you get them to put the book out for you and they make sure it goes into stores. I don't know what the cost of any of this stuff is. Oh, it's probably a percentage. One yeah. half. Yeah, probably <laughs> something like that, I'm sure. But it makes it so their their whole thing is we make sure we get it in stores. I'm like, okay. So that means I should be able to order it from my local bookstore in Canada, because he's American. So so anyway, so finally the book gets released like perfect. So I, I look it up on Amazon just to see if it's there. And it is. I'm like, oh, cool. I can order the ebook or I can order like the paperback. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I want to order it from Canada. Because in, in my reasoning, in my head, if I order from Amazon, I'm not doing him any favors. Yeah, I'm buying a book and he'll make some money off of it, which is good. But I'm not doing him any real favors. I'm like, in order for him to get a proper sale in Canada, I need to buy it from a Canadian company and the Canadian company orders it from the U S so now there's a demand on this side of the border for the book, right? You're creating demand. It, it forces a, a bookseller in Canada to carry the book. Now it's in their system, the ISBN code, which is the international standard book number that every book has. Ooh, is that's now, deep. That's deep. I used to work <laughs> in a bookstore. So anyway, but if you order it, then you're kind of forcing, kind of forcing the issue. Like you're now it's, it's in that booksellers. They have it. Like they have a record of it. It's in their system. Right. Now it's in their system and it's always going to be in their system. So I was trying to force that to happen. So I'm not going to name names because I don't want to trash anybody, but I went to the popular bookseller in Canada and I went there and I said, Hey, I'd like to order this book. Looked it up. Couldn't find it. And I said, well, I have the ISBN code because the ISBN code, that's like your, your social security number. That's <laughs> so, a number. So did they look at you funny and go, did you used to work in a bookstore? 
I think they're, I don't know. I think the guy was kind of impressed. Oh, he went, oh, you've got the, okay. <laughs> but so, he's like, so he's like, okay, he typed in. Well, look, I, I, I can't find it. I'm like, I know, but that's why I gave you the number, you know, so you can order it. Like here's the, here's the distributor, Ingram. Right. ISBN code. I, I'm giving you all the information. Right. I'm trying to give you a sale. And I'm right. also trying to get your store to promote smaller authors, right? Right. Oh well, we can't do that. If it's not in our system, we we're just we we just can't order it. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. And I was like, I kind of move like, aside. Let me do it. I'll show you how it's done. <laughs> well, I kind of felt like that because back in the day, the same I used to work for this same company. Way back in the day, it was called something else. Right. And had different owners and everything. Like it was a Canadian company and it no longer is. But anyway, so I'm like, hmm. Back then, like I used to special order books all the time for people. And the thing was, and back then, like everything wasn't hooked up, you know, over the internet. It was, you would have to go through this big ordering book and, and find it, find the ISBN code if you, you know, and then find it and then you could order it. And we could order from any publisher. We didn't, have to go through a head office like we could just order the freaking book right pretty straightforward but it took a little bit of legwork to do but i mean we we brought in books you know from germany australia you name it like as long as you have the code that book number is the book number you know hmm. doesn't matter what country you're in it's you have a book number it's like the birth certificate yeah and getting one as an offer number yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is, is, is a social insurance number. So, but I, what I found out is, and I could be wrong in this, but this is kind of a bit of my assumption from having worked there before, you know, forever ago and how they, and how they changed after I left is that, look, we have a registry of books that we're going to sell that publishers are pushing us to sell. And those are the books that we're going to sell. It's not about selling any book that a customer asks for. It's about selling the books that the people possibly with investments or publishing companies who the publishing companies are going to tell that retailer what to sell. So they want to sell quantity. Yeah. They want big, you know, we don't want ones and twos. There's no, there's no money in that. Yeah. Let's, let's, you know, if this is a bestseller or whatever, we'll go from number one to number whatever it is. And that's it. That's all we're carrying. So I left the bookstore. Mm -hmm. Kind of like. Disgruntled? Not pissed off, but kind of more disappointed. Yeah. Like I, I was talking the lingo with the guy, you know, like I'm not just like, do you have that book in stock? You know, the, the one with the green cover and there's like a guy and a girl in it. Like, you know, that book, like I wasn't, <laughs> one, of those guys. I wasn't one of those people. I used to get those all the time. I, you know, I was actually, you know, like, I know what I'm talking about. You know, I've, 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 I've done this before, you know, mm -hmm. nothing special. So I was kind of, I sat in my car and kind of like, like, I'm going to let this guy down. I'm going to have to order this fucking thing from Amazon and, you know, give money to Amazon. I didn't want to do it that way. It just, it just felt wrong. 
to try a different bookstore? Well, I sat in the car and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Calling McNally Robinson, which is more, more of an independent bookseller, Canadian bookseller, but independent. Mm-hmm. They only have like, I don't know how many stores. They don't have that many stores in Canada. They're, they're fairly small, um, but they have a very strong presence in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. And it's a great store. Like we've been there. We saw um, Kim Le Bleu. We saw him play there. Remember we went to. Yep. Yep. They have live bands there and you could eat. Yep. Food was interesting. Like just lots of like interesting, different sort of food and stuff. Yeah. You go to other bookstores, they have like a Starbucks and whatnot. But this was like a full fledged restaurant. Yes. A proper restaurant. Yeah. Proper restaurant. Yeah. It was really, really good food too. Sounds like you're tipping your hat to where I just went because you just mentioned something that's associated with the other place. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, saying too much, but uh, that I other remember what I said. Okay, that's okay. Well, whatever. Um, but it's you go in there. It's kind of it's an experience, right? Like, you know, it's just everything. Like the sections are laid out in a particular way, and 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 the staff. It, it almost feels like the staff they're hiring to work there are our avid readers they're not just there for a job like they seem to be a bit more passionate about reading and stuff and then the thing that i really really like about mcnally is on the wall there's a list of authors and it's like you know like like great canadian authors like promoting canadian writers and stuff like that and you know there's like margaret atwood and there's like margaret lawrence and you know just like just great Canadian authors, like just plus, just big ass pictures of these people on the wall. Just kind of like, look what we did. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. And Chadwick's pictures up there too. Oh, cool. Yeah. So this is like, uh, like when you go to high school and they've got all those pictures on the wall of all these people that were important. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. If- so they have their own like wall of, of authors. Yeah. And they have like a whole music section there too. And, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I think the only reason I wasn't going there was just because uh, geographical. It was yeah, just, it's just further away. It's just kind of a bit of a pain to go that far. Like I could go to that other place and they're like five minutes from home, five well, minutes from the movie theater, five minutes from. So it was like, it was convenient. And my wife's, you know, my wife's been going there for, you know, most you know most of her reading life going to that place right right and i mean i used to work there and you know so it's like like why am i not going to this other place why am i not supporting i don't know like why 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 am i not supporting the local bookstore i i I have no idea why so anyway so i'm like you know what fuck it i call them i say hey i'd like to order a book I'm going to be honest. I just came out of the other place. Blah, blah, blah. And I said, I asked to order a book and they said they couldn't do it. And I, and I just, I, I, that was kind of my final straw. So I'm calling you guys to see if you can do it. They're like, well, sure. Like, let me take a look. What's the title of the book? What's the author's name? And they weren't like, oh, f- fine. You know, they weren't like that at all. It was like, oh no, no, like yeah, let me see if I can find it. I said, it's like a library. I got this. Oh yeah, it's over here. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll find it for you. But it was like I said, I have the ISBN number. He goes, you? I'm like, yeah, I have the eight digit and the ten di- digit. Which one do you want? He goes, oh great, awesome. This won't be a problem at all. Yeah. And I'm like, so they looked it up, wrote it down, 
And they said, look, okay, this is coming from an independent publisher. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I'm really sorry, but, and I'm like, oh, great. You can't order it. Like, no, 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 no. It's just, fortunately, it's going to like take two weeks to come in. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what's, what's the problem? <laughs> it, it, I know that that's like kind of a long time. I'm like, no, it's not. That's fine. Like, can you order the book? I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'm as long as I get it, yeah. Yeah, just give me your name, number. And I, I am sure I got it in less than two weeks. Wow. And it was like, wow, that's professionalism. That is a bookstore. You're not catering to numbers. You're catering to people who love to fucking read. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be about. Like, so anyway, I've got the book. I haven't started it yet because I am finishing. I'm in the middle of three other books, but that I'm reading. <laughs> this one's just when I read the other ones, this one's kind of my backup. Yeah. Well, this is, yeah. Like I want, but I want to, like, I want to focus when I read this. So um, Alex, uh, a, a friend of the family, um, somebody I just met like a few weeks ago, he, a uh, old Karen's Karen's guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I met him for the first time. I guess a few weeks ago, we never met each other before, which is weird. Right. Um, we chatted and I was like, Oh my God, this guy's awesome. I love this guy. <laughs> so we just started talking <laughs> comics and gaming and everything right away. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I'm like, come see my library. So I took him over to my comic library, <laughs> showed right. him my comics. And he's like, his eyes are like popping out of his head. He's, and I'm like, and I was, you know, telling him about this and he's telling me about that. And he's more of a DC guy and I'm more of a Marvel guy. So we were like, you know, he says, have you read this? I'm like, have you read that? And I'm like, we kind of went back and forth. So I lent him like this big omnibus, like those big fat hardcover collections. Right. Uh, for Captain Britain. Here's everything you want to know about Captain Britain. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he was kind of all excited. And then he's, <laughs> so then like literally that night, he's like, I got some stuff for you. So he stopped by and he gave me a pile of trade paperbacks this high. Wow. Did you want to borrow any of these? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Says, well, I have this one, have this one, have this one. I don't have this. Okay. So I, I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm digging through his pile and, and I've been reading a, a bunch of stuff. So I'm trying to knock the pile down a little bit before I go and read the book. Wow. But yeah. It's a lot of comics. Yeah. I haven't read this many comics in a, in a while. Like I'm just on like <laughs> on a mad comic reading spree. Yeah. Cool. But comics don't take very long to read though. No, like it, and I, like I've noticed that a lot of them now like sort of have like there's a lot more art and a lot less word balloons. Like they're they're really allowing the the artist to tell the story visually. Right. In the old days like Alan Moore, like he'd have like comics like 22 pages, right? And he'd have a script for that comic and his like script, a paragraph per page. Well, while some writers, they can script the whole comic book out in like a couple of pages. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, you know, or up to 10, maybe Alan Moore would write like 30, 35 pages for a 22 page comic book. <laughs> oh. But his, this like in a comic book works like a, like a movie script. Right. So, you have the scene setting. So it'll say, uh, it'll say scene one or whatever. And it'll say, 
this is a dark room or sorry it's it's outside it's dark it's raining the wind is howling the car is careening on the highway and that's the scene description and then it right. goes to the dialogue bill and then what bill says and then mary what mary says and then what bill says and it's just back and forth dialogue right it's a so that's kind of how it works but alan moore's like okay this is going to be shot from a three-quarter aerial shot and i need you to capture there's two birds in the sky one of them is flying south one of them is flying west your south is going to be on the left hand side of the panel your north is going to be on the east on the right hand side of the panel and the rain is coming down in sheets not sleet but like sheets and it's like he's just so descriptive and he literally right. tells the artist every little fucking detail so See, that's that that's like a night and day compared to the comics i read <laughs> yeah yeah uh, archie uh, richie rich <laughs> uh yeah those those comics weren't weren't descriptive they were just kind of more of funny yeah funny little little skits i guess would be the thing now this might be i don't know gross but okay when you're younger yeah okay and say you had to go to the bathroom really bad so it's like oh my god i have to get a whole bunch of comics together to figure out what i'm gonna read while i'm in there okay so you grab three or four comics and you get in there and because you had to go so bad you finished like really fast and i was like i didn't even get passed through one comic (laughs) i don't know if that ever happened to you before. oh yeah all the time that that's my private time away from the kids yeah. away from you know everyone well, well well nowadays it's a phone like people bring their phones in yeah. the bathroom right so it's like back in the day with us it was like comics that that's yeah, what you brought that was, that's what you brought with you all we had yeah or a newspaper or a flyer canadian tire flyer or some something that you know it's either that or or, or you start looking at the back of shampoo bottles have you ever done that where you haven't had oh, anything haven't. and you're just you're looking around going, i gotta read something <laughs> It's like I'm not done yet. Oh, this one's Papa free. <laughs> this what one hasn't Paba? been tested on animals. I yeah. should look up on. I didn't bring my phone. <laughs> yeah. What's Papa? Well, I, uh, crap. <laughs> yeah. I'll look it up later. So, yeah, just just a strange thing that I remember when I was younger. Uh, yeah. Looking at comics, and I always visioned myself for Richie Rich, for example. It's like, oh, that'd be awesome to have like a, a mansion. And you had that that special door that went down to this this other area and opens up and it's like, oh look look there's like pool tables and pinball machines and all this other stuff or a tunnel that goes down to a spaceship or or a boat or, or something just just that whole thing, yep, it was pretty awesome. So you had the comic books where it was more, uh, I guess, uh, the superheroes in space and stuff like that. Where mine was just kind of like my mine was more, I don't want to call it realistic, but mine was more. All you need is money, <laughs> and yeah. you could have all these things. It was kind of simple. It was simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just you know what, just give me an ice cream. Like I'd see on the back of these comics, they'd have because for us in the U.S. is different. Like we had Seven Eleven, so we have Slurpees. Yeah, they would have what they would call. It was like a it was like a polar bear oh uh icy icy or something rather their their version of it yeah but the color was so vivid yep. it was like oh this red delicious 
thing that I can't get here. Yep. It was like, well, you'd have to go to 7-Eleven or, or here's Max or, 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 you know, I don't know if Max still exists, but 7-Eleven we had, uh, is the big one here. At Anna Green Gables or what was it called? Green Green Gables. It wasn't Green Anna Gables, Green Gables. Yeah. As if you went to the PEI. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have 7-Eleven or Max. We had Green Gables. Yeah, Green Gables. It was almost like a it was almost like a green goblin type of you know the lettering that, that yeah. was there. It just didn't look, you know. And and I think I've only ever seen one. Yeah, I think it was in Sunny Bray. It was where uh, Sunny Bray, yeah, where, where Mimia was. Yeah, where grandmother used to live. And I remember there was one out that way. Um, now, if you went back home to visit and drove around, could you get around okay without having to look at a map? Without GPS or anything? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Especially sunny, like Sunny Bray. Uh, like I, I used to walk all those roads all the time. So, yeah. Well, you walk the roads, we try and find the, uh, they had a, a playground there. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So we have to make our way there. See, that was back in the day where people could just go and just, you know, go out. You didn't have to worry about stuff. Nowadays, it's there's just so much. But I don't know if it's more because it's uh, there's so much multimedia out where, you know, if someone farts, the whole world knows about it. Yeah. Whereas back then, it was like, you know what? If all this stuff was happening, we were totally oblivious of it because it was like we lived our life. We didn't live it in fear uh, as, as much as nowadays when, you know, someone wants to go out somewhere. You know, you'd leave, you know, in the morning, you'd come back at night. Yeah. And there was like no worry about like, no, we didn't have cell phones and they, you know, have tracking and all this other stuff. And well, call me when you get, no, I'll be gone. I don't, I'll I can't see it call you when I get there. Cause I'm not going to have a phone. Like, well, yeah. And you don't always have a phone where you're going, especially if you're on your bike and you're just going to go, you know, wherever, you know, yeah. up and down the highway. And, and then the first time, uh, uh, I don't know. You just, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, did you see the, um, our new logo? Yeah, I saw the one with the, the chin hair and the, the, the matching noses. Yeah, I decided to put it up like, but uh, I can't get it to fit anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the, the file's too big. So I get a. So is that the actual logo? Emblem? Yeah, well, he was, he was going to do further design, but I just got impatient. I just wanted oh. it now. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I just posted it, but I can't seem to change her profile uh, anywhere um, because it's too big. So I got to crunch it and get it to the right size. Well, keep the original because it may, may, may make some shirts out of it or something. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not getting rid of it. Like, it's still going to be around. Like the full file because it'll have... Oh yeah, no, the original. like a high high res file, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, it, I like it. We got a few comments. Yeah. So, what do you think of the snow? It was so nice for this last while, and then it snowed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the very first, you know, it was just snowing and snowing. And snowing. It it never stopped. Yeah. It was like for three days. So it started snowing the first night. It was like okay, it's starting to get high. Well, the first uh, snowfall wasn't bad. It's like, okay, it's it's piling up, but it's not like I even went for a drive and it was like, huh. Ah. Yeah, because it was still mild. And I thought that's all it was, right? Like, 
but then when you're when you're shoveling it's wet right so the, the wetness sticks to your shovel so your shovel weighs a ton yep. and then when you try and throw the snow half of it won't come off the <laughs> off the shovel so now you're yeah all you're doing is you get this big barbell that you're trying to scoop snow with yeah and just top keep, of like, packing on top you have to keep banging the the, the, the shovel to get the the loose stuff off it but then the next and after oh, i did the front walk did the back walk everything was good woke up in the morning <laughs> friday morning friday morning yep and i barely opened the door and the the door was skimming the top of the snow yep so i was like oh my god so then i had to grab and thankfully i brought in the shovel so then from there i had to do the shovel again just to get to the truck and then go to work uh, and then it just kept snowing all day again. So then it had to be shoveled a third time. It was crazy because, you know, we, we hadn't had snow in the longest time. Well, last, last time it wasn't bad overall. Yeah, like, like last year was it October. I can't remember when it was, but we had that huge storm and it was wet snow. And basically it dumped all at once down to a whole bunch of trees, just annihilated vehicles because, you know, yeah. They were under the trees. Yep. And uh, two days later, everything melted. Yep. And they just left the destruction in the background. Yep. But uh, this year, it snowed for three days, but it wasn't, it, it didn't end up the same way as, as that because it didn't freeze. So that was, that was a good thing. That was my second day back to work. And it's like, oh. wait, I woke up. I, I knew I woke up earlier because I was like, I was nervous, you know second day at work yeah it's kind of nervous i'm like okay okay i'm gonna get up at six because i usually get up at 6 30 work out from 6 30 to like you know 7 15 or whatever 7 mm -hmm. 15 and then i was gonna do writing and then you know and kind of be up by like 7 30 7 45 see the kids see, you know see sylvie and stuff and then i'm like <laughs> I look outside and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go shovel. It's 7.20, I'm done. <laughs> so from 6 to 7.20, and I'm like, wow, I still need to shower. I still need to have breakfast. I still need to get ready. I still need to leave the house. And with how bad it is, this is going to take me at least an hour to get to work. Yeah. And it's 7.20 and I got to be at work at 8. I'm like, well, fuck this. Staying home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you just stayed home. Yeah, I stayed home and I did a remote. Uh, like yeah. you can work remotely from home still. Now this was the Friday. This is the Friday, yeah. The Friday, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was kind of yeah. mad. And and the thing is, like my my car is it's a little car. It's light. It's not very. Yeah. Heavy. Um, if it's icy, that thing's just gonna be like bouncing around all over the place. It doesn't have enough I, weight to it. Yeah, I am so glad that I have the truck. Yeah, because you know four wheel drive, and I don't, I don't work that far, so I'm only like five, six, yeah. seven minutes away. So you know, even if because I know what what the traffic's going to kind of be like, so when I get to work, it's like okay, there's a bunch of people that are either going to be in late, or they're going to be stuck in traffic, and sure enough, I was there by myself for about half an hour. Yeah. Um, when the you know cousin when the doors open so yeah it was kind of crazy and like i had taken i had taken the week off but i went in on the friday mm. and that was only because when we put our holidays in someone else had taken the friday 
way before I put my holidays in. So I was like, you know what? Well, then I'll take the Friday before. I'll sure. make it a long weekend, work up to Thursday. Work for and one. then we had and then we had the snowstorm. It's like, oh great, I'm going into work uh, <laughs> with all this bloody Shit. snow. But uh, but luckily, yeah, with, with the four wheel drive, it's 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 awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I I've got. I mean, my car's light. I've got like traction control thing where you can hear it going, burr, 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 right? know, which is fine, but it, it's still a light car. So yeah, I, when, you know, as long as you know the the snow isn't too high because you don't want to rip your front cowling off either. It, so it's it's a matrix. So the matrix like the base is higher than normal. Oh, okay, good. I'll, I'll like this is our second matrix. Our first matrix was I think it was a bit heavier, and I never got stuck with that thing. I got stuck with other cars. I never got stuck with the matrix. It just I don't know. I had really good tires on that too, though. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Like dad, dad sorts of tires on the on the old one, and I like I did side by side comparisons. So, mm-hmm. so here, here's a little interesting tidbit that people might not know about tires and winter tires. Not all winter tires are made the same, and even though you might pay, you know, you could pay like 150 dollars per tire on a winter tire, and yep. it's the quality of the winter tire is less than an all season tire. Like that is, you know, just because it's a winter tire doesn't necessarily mean it's a better winter tire. It just might just be called a winter tire, but their summer tire version is probably like crap. Like, I I don't know. So, so when dad sourced it out, he says, no, we'll go all season. And we found one and the winter rating for this all season tire was rated better than most winter tires were. So I'm like, then why are we, why would I buy a winter tire? You know? Well, they carry an all-season tire now. I think it's a, this is a new thing that they've come up with. Oh, like and, a, and apparently it's good for you know for winter and and summer. Like it's not a, but it's different it's, than the regular like all-weather tire. Yeah, it's different than an all-weather tire. Apparently, okay. So I don't know if the rubber content's different or the softness or how that works. But yeah. I mean, the softer the rubber, it's not going to last as long. Sure, it'll be it'll be grippier, but. Yeah. But yeah, like here in Canada, so, so for those listening not in Canada and don't have, you know, a lot of people and we get incentive from uh, MPI, which is the Manitoba Public Insurance, they give you incentive to, hey, if you trade your tires out for winter, we'll help you finance that. So you can get financing through MPI to get winter tires because they really want everyone to have winter tires. In the province of Quebec, I believe, it's law. You have to have winter tires. Right. But I don't know how you're supposed to pay for two sets of tires because that's, I mean, that's like, you know, a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. Do you know what the interest rate is for those tires if you go through the government? No idea. Okay. Because, you know, the like for windows, mm-hmm. like if you go through Manitoba Hydro to buy your windows. Yes, yeah. You can do it, but the interest rate is higher than, than a credit card. What? Exactly. So I was like, well, what's the purpose of this? If I'm paying through the nose, I might as well bought it on my own credit card. I could have had points or whatever. Yeah. 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 
so what was what was the point or actually it was like 21 it was it was ridiculous it was a ridiculous amount and when we had done our mortgage and, and everything we kind of amalgamated all together we figured okay we'll get the windows how much we owe in the windows and we're looking at it going the interest rate holy christ <laughs> always look at the fine print people yep. when you're buying stuff find out everything that you need to know before you buy something if someone's offering you something to help you they're usually helping themselves well yeah they're not in business to lose money that's that's pretty much a rule of thumb that i go by they're not in business to lose money the house always wins <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. yeah otherwise they wouldn't be in business because exactly. why would they be right you got to think of it that way. That's what the gamblers, you know, being addiction and stuff. But if, if you know in advance going in, it's like, you know what? You're not going to, I mean, one in whatever may win a bunch of money or if you're good at poker or whatever. I mean, that's whatever. It's, it's some of his chance, some of it's a lot. luck. But like I said, the house always wins. Like you'll never see a casino go out of business. Because you think a casino is going to hire a, a dealer who doesn't know how to play well they're kind of bound too i mean especially well i don't know about the other ones but i know like blackjack and stuff like once they get to was it 16 or something they they have to stay but yeah. if it's 15 or if it's under that then they have to hit regardless so yeah. i mean they've got some they're rules wrong. yeah that they go by but they're not like the dealer is not gambling like really at the end of the day they have a strict set of rules that they follow like you said, like the 15, if you get 15 or if you get 16, like. Right. It's not like, you know what? Tell you what, you go until you bust. And if you bust, I get the money. No, no, no. It's the other way around, buddy. <laughs> you yeah. bust. I get the money. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always in their favor. Yep. Yeah, always, always, always. Yeah. Even if it looks funny, like they come up with all these new games and stuff, but. I'm sure they take the math behind it and they go, well, what's the percentage that we're going to get out of this? Mm -hmm. We'll determine how much the payout's going to be, how often the payout's going to be. I mean, like when we went to go see Chichin Chong or, uh, at, the, at the casino, yep. the parking spots, they had a whole section, just the handicap yep. spots. It was like two football fields worth. And and then there was the sides and, and just the whole acreage just for parking alone. Like the money that they get. It's like, now is this, the, the money for casinos, is that because it's regulated by Manitoba lotteries or, or whatever it is, are they the ones running it? Yeah. Are they the ones who physically own it? Yeah, no, and, all that money is 100%. It's and, another form of tax. And where is that money going? Is and it spread throughout? So they can make more money. No, no, but is <laughs> no, but I mean, eventually you can only upgrade to a point. It was like, okay, well, now our facility is like 1.3 miles, you know. <laughs> so it's like, they're, they're so now we're generating way more money. So now we got way more money to spend at casino. Yeah. You can't. Like the money's got to go somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it goes into the, the, the road structures where they keep increasing our taxes. Is that, how, increase. is, that, is that how Pallister paid to go to Costa Rica all the time? I don't know. It wouldn't surprise. <laughs> I mean, politicians, I mean, they make so much money. Why would they use their own dime, right? They're yeah. going to use ours. Yeah. Sure. We'll just let the taxpayer pay for it. 
you need to go here. No, you know what? If you were my job, if, if we were doing, uh, if they were doing it at our work or your work or whatever, you, you'd have to write everything down probably with an essay to say why you needed to go there yeah. and what you're going to accomplish. And then when you come back, write a 30 page essay to see what you had done where these guys is like, ah, we'll just, yeah, just give me a ticket. I'm going to go visit uh, this important guy over here. We're going to talk on the, you know, on the balcony, go for a supper, fucking zoom. Like everyone else does. Like, that's what we do. Why do you, do you need to go yeah. on these business trips? And like, a lot of people like if, if you guys can all assemble in one room, and talk together on microphones through the system and everybody hears everybody. What the hell is the difference between that and zoom? Nothing. The only difference is, is, you know, if the zoom, whoever's hosting it, if there is an actual host, I mean, they can press the mute button and stuff. It's like, okay, you've talked enough. You're next. They could do that though. If see, that's the reason. Okay. Here's the reason why they don't want to do it because the moderator can actually mute. The politicians don't want that. They don't want to be told to shut up. Remember when Trump was uh, was was going up <laughs> against Biden and stuff, and they just kept cutting each other off. And the moderator's like, "Excuse me, you're done talking. It's his turn. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, excuse uh, you, you've you've gone over your allotted. You no, know, just on, on on Zoom, it'd be like mute. Your yeah, time really, is up. Ten. Your time nine, is up. Eight, done. You get muted. I don't care. It's like it doesn't matter who it is." You know, whoever's talking, it's not supposed to be talking. Hey, it's, it's not you're trying to talk. If you did that during a court proceeding, yeah, you'd end up in jail and contempt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all the government, but it's the people that run the government that want to follow their own rules. Yeah. Not the rules everyone else has to follow. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why they become politicians. Like, what, what is the allure of being a politician? Like, when you grow up, he's like, well, I want to be, you know, a fireman or a dentist or all this other. I want to be a politician. What drives someone? Like, I'm on, I'm on the debate team, so I, I talk. That's all I do is I yak, 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 and that's my, that's my thing, right? So, what do I do? Do I become a politician? Is that, is that what that means? Because they don't really. It's like being, it's like I, being I don't a think, guidance counselor. <laughs> I mean, if you looked at their hands, they, they probably all very, very soft because they don't do any manual labor at all. It's all, all it's, it's all this. It's all this yapping stuff. Yapping, all this traveling, and good eatings and drinkings <laughs> from two guys sitting in front of microphones talking for the last two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't drinking listen boob- to what? <laughs> drinking a buble. <laughs> buble, yes. Mm. Yeah, my hands are pretty soft. And I paid for myself, <laughs> and I paid tax on. <laughs> are your hands soft, Todd? My hands are soft. Well. Depends which one. <laughs> <laughs> Play guitar with the left one, so my fingers are a little more. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm going to cap it off here. I want to go see Sylvie for a little bit. All righty. All right. Well, that was kind of a failed botched attempt, but we made something out of it, so that was good. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah. So we'll uh, see you later. All right. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye.